In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Tokenet Radio, Toki Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. Girlfriend, here is your show. Girlfriended, your chance to connect with other women, especially the woman that is most overlooked, yourself. Girlfriended is all about helping you become self-aware, not self-involved. The aim is to provide information that relates to life, which leads to real connections and results in a desire to connect or care for those in need. The Girlfriended principle was born out of loss. Patty's mother was murdered, and Lisa lost her mother to cancer. This forged a bond between them that nothing could shake. And now the women want to help you in more ways than you can count every day. From the website, GirlfriendIt.com, and the movement GirlfriendIt, here are Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan on Toginet.com. We're Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan, founders of GirlfriendIt.com, a great place to connect and girlfriendify your life. Today we are discussing how to use your full potential with social media. Are you intimidated by this? Are you are you engaged and involved? You know, this is a subject that um, so many women we find that we get in conversations with them because it is a little intimidating. But um, we want to challenge you right now. If this is an area that's kind of an interest to you, or you know somebody that maybe is wanting to start a business or do something, run to your email or run to the phone and invite them to join you on today's show with us. That's, Girlfriended is a great way to just uh, share a radio experience with a girlfriend. So take time right now and invite somebody to join you as we dive into this subject a little bit more today. Okay, and Lisa, you um, obviously are having some issues with your voice. You've been gone for a couple weeks and you've been traveling the universe and you left with your voice being hoarse and then you arrived back with your voice being hoarse. So obviously you had a fantastic time. <laughs> Actually, we got to go... Um, about a couple of weeks ago to the National Presidential Prayer Breakfast in Washington, D.C., and we were invited, and that was a beyond experience. Oh, I, I can't imagine. We, uh, we met some fabulous people, really interesting people, and had some really intellectual conversations. Who's, who's we? Because I, I wasn't a part of this we, and I, I know you weren't, the other part you weren't, of the you weren't a part of this we. The we part was me and my husband, Cal, oh. and with some fr- other friends. So, sorry. Brought you weren't invited spouse. to this, yes, this yes. gala. But um, we, it, was, it was really a, a cool experience because you go to this prayer breakfast, and it, the president is there with, um, with his wife. And you don't know who the keynote speaker is until you sit down at your table. The and president open of the United States. Of the United States. Uh, I think it's Barack Obama. Um, Barack and Michelle, because we're on a first name basis, yes, we're really uh-huh, tight. Uh-huh. We're there. And you don't know who the keynote speaker is um, until you get there and you open up your program. When you open up your program, you see, and it, so the speaker, the keynote speaker was Hillary Clinton. So up on the front table was um, our president and his wife and Vice President, president Joe, Joe Biden wow. and Hillary Clinton and a bunch of, of um, You're causing quite the racket here. <laughs> 
with your <laughs> with all of your, it was electrifying experience. It was. It I obviously was. Uh-huh. But you know what was was interesting is because when we were there, we were supposed to leave on Friday afternoon, and if you were watching the news, which I'm sure you were, because you were so concerned about me being back there, uh, DC got hit with a blizzard. Yes. And it was you know not just any blizzard, but the worst one in like a hundred years. So go figure. I yeah. was there. I saw the pictures. That was amazing. And not only in D.C., but all over. I mean, it was crazy, the, the pictures that were coming in of cars completely covered in snow. It was amazing because us being desert rats from, from Arizona, this was kind of a new experience. So we were there. We are supposed to get out Friday um, afternoon, and we didn't actually get out till Monday night. So we were stranded for four days in D.C. And what was so funny is people kept um, – emailing going, are you having fun, though, in the city? And it's like what people didn't understand was the city was shut down. It was surreal. It was like stepping back in time because there was no traffic on the street. The cabs weren't running. Wow. Nobody, there was, we even walked to a Starbucks and it was closed because employees couldn't get to work. Wow. Wow. I didn't get my caffeine fit. It was really a sad experience. <laughs> that was that was not a good experience. For I was craving. I was craving a chai latte in you know in the heart of the the city and, and this blizzard. But what was really cool was we were literally walking down the street, and um, there was no traffic. No traffic. It was it was really like I said. It was one of those like you felt like you were in a magical. Winter Wonderland. Yeah, it's the surreal. only thing that would have made it better was had Christmas lights and uh, the music, and of and, course your coffee and my coffee in my hand. <laughs> but uh, besides that, um, well, speaking of the Winter Wonderland, we had mentioned in January um, that we would post our goals on the Girlfriend It site. And did we do that? And they are not. We said we'd post them in February because we were. And we're, we're still in February. <laughs> now that it's February, as of today, they are not posted. And we need for I think that guys, be one of our goals is to post our goals. Yes, and we need for all of you out there to keep us accountable because we really have to get those goals on there. And we want, we want, our, we want all our girlfriends out there to, to come up with some goals, too, that really to help us live intentionally and, and focus and feel like, okay, I've, I've accomplished something. Yes. Well, part of our goals is that we want to be able to engage in the social media a little bit more um, we know Facebook is a great way to to get out there and to you know just market whatever organization you're doing or if you're trying to start a business as well as Twittering. And I know you and I have fought that for a long time. I don't know if it's because you're intimidated, if we're intimidated yes. going yes. forward, <laughs> or it, you just think I don't have the time for it. But really, in reality, from what we're learning, is it it'll save you time. And so we thought what a great show is to have a couple people that are the experts on how to use Facebook, how to use Twitter. And those two people are not you and me. They are absolutely not you and me. <laughs> and, uh, we, you know, to really engage in, I, I know for you and I, we keep going, what, why do we care what someone tweets about? And, you know, it's like I went to the bathroom and they, they tweet about it. And you're going, okay, I, I, I don't have that much time to read about what other people are doing. But obviously... It's a big hit, and people are really using it to build well, their businesses. And, and you know, and, and for the younger generation, because people, like, even just texting on phones, it's like people don't really leave voicemails anymore. And I find myself not really picking up my voicemails as often yeah. because you, you do that instant texting right away. And so there's a really our lives have changed so much with this social media, and it's really affecting, and we can kind of stick our heads in the sand and go, I don't want to learn that. Or we can go, I'm going to get engaged and do what it takes. And it really isn't that difficult. It's just um, sitting down and having those dialogues and just exploring a little bit on the computer and seeing what's going on out there. 
I, yeah, well, like yesterday, we went to lunch with one of our girlfriends, and she has had a BlackBerry, and she said, I have a couple apps, which is funny because even that's a new term for a lot of us, and we'll go into what an application is later on in the show. But, um, you know, I have a couple apps, but I really don't do the Facebook thing. I really don't understand what Twittering is. And, and we hear that more and more with, I don't know, would you say from age 35 and over? Yes, that we're not, very young ones. They're, they're very, <laughs> yes. Well, and you know what comes with this new um, media is, is a whole new language because, like, on Twitter you, you tweet, and it's like we have to learn this new language and how to communicate with each other to be more effective. And, and it's, it's amazing because now, um, like, we were sitting in a session when we were in D.C. in the blizzard, um, and you look around the room now, and now when somebody is speaking up front, you see so many people on their phones texting. And that used to be so rude. Maybe we did a whole show one time on how rude it is to be, you know, texting while you're there, you know, at a business meeting or at a lunch. And now it's, it's definitely, um, it's acceptable. It's socially acceptable to, to do that. Well, and, you know, when I was at a thing too the other day where you could, they gave you a website and you could engage, you could ask questions of the speaker during it. You got on your phone, through your through your phone, and you went to this website, and so you could converse and ask a question that later the speaker could answer. So interactive. Very interactive. Mm-hmm. It's really changing the way we, we do meetings, we, we learn. And so it's one of those things we, we must stay um, current with it and not be intimidated by it, but allow it to... Um, to make us better. Yeah. You know? Well, especially right now, as we, we've just learned that um, women, for the first time ever, there are more women in the workforce than men. 51% of women are now working compared to 49% of men. That, that's just, that's an amazing statistic. And this is due to the harsh economic, you know, downturn in the male-dominated industries, such as, I know in Arizona, it's huge with the construction, um, the real, real estate, estate, real estate, finance. I know my husband's in finance. And um, just to see that now it's more women going into the workforce. Because so, they're having to. And, and it's, yeah, it is so, it's so changing our lifestyle. And what used to be the norm is not the norm anymore. And so we have to learn to adapt mm-hmm. and to adjust to that. And that's why I'm really excited about our, our guests that are going to be on here later today because they're really going to take us into that world and help us really dive deeper to see, um, to see where we can learn and grow. Even if, it's, if, we, if we walk away with one simple tip today, I think that can be huge. And I know you and me, we are, we are definitely not the experts, like we said on this. And so we're excited to learn a, a more about how we can better use Facebook. I even noticed the other day, if you've been on your Facebook, they've changed the homepage and how they, you know, that they're constantly updating that and how you even view your news feed and all that stuff. Right. Isn't it funny um, when they change it, how many people get in an uproar? And then it's like, be, be a fan of the old Facebook homepage or something. I mean, people really do get in an uproar because we can't handle change. Yes, yes. And this is one of those areas that we're having to figure out change, which means changing the habits of how you use your cell phone, how you do the Twittering, how you go on to Facebook, because it's not in your in your norm. For some people, it already is in the normalcy of what their day looks like. But for other people, we really have to stretch ourselves. Okay, and just a side note here. Have you noticed on Facebook all the Farmville activity going on? People are going to that or whatever. Yeah, it's like, careful. You probably offend a lot of I know. I, I just, that's one of those things I don't really understand. And I haven't engaged because I don't understand. And then you see, it's just so funny, the dialogue, because there's definitely a lot of our friends that are doing that. I, I just haven't engaged. I don't understand it totally. So it's more ignorance here. 
And then you have the people going, I don't want to read all the farm bill. Here's how you can hide all that. So there's all these little shortcuts and people sharing dialogues. And even it was interesting the other day because we have a good friend, um, Jan, who's on, on Facebook, and there was even after the uh, presidential speech the other night, she had a dialogue going, and then, and then she gets people saying, meet me here at 7 o'clock at night, and we'll get a dialogue, and there'll be this whole conversation going. On, on chat, on Facebook. Yeah. Well, you know what? Going back to that, because that is actually a really good tip. Um, if you go into your uh, Facebook and you're getting a farm bill, whatever, or they're sending you roses or Valentine cookies, whatever, if you go into the right-hand corner of that particular message, it says block app. You can just go into that and then block anything that has to do with that particular farm bill or Valentine. I think you're, you might be hurting somebody's feelings right now. <laughs> <laughs> block those babies, and then you won't have an entire page of them on there. So, stay tuned. Next, we're going to have our friend Jackie, expert, with us. <laughs> This is Girlfriended on Togginap. Don't forget to tell your friends to check it out on Girlfriended.com. It's time to discover it, connect it, propel it, Girlfriend it. And we'll be right back with more Girlfriended Radio right after these. Critical thinking in the real world. What does it take to get ahead and stay ahead of the curve in this ever-changing world around us? Critical thinking in the real world with Janet Hens. Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Central on Togginet. Starting November 4th, Janet Hens is a college instructor, speaker, writer, wife, and mother of three young children. She also has her Master's of Arts in writing from Johns Hopkins University. Janet began her career working for a congressman on Capitol Hill, then moved over to lobbying when he retired. It was through these jobs that she learned about the power of grassroots initiatives, media relations, and public speaking. And then she honed these skills when she became a college instructor. Today, she artfully balances work with full-time motherhood. In the show, Critical Thinking in the Real World, Janet will discuss hot topics and the critical thinking necessary to assess them. Her passion for education impacts her daily life, and she'll share that in every show. Critical Thinking in the Real World with Janet Hens, Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Central, starting November 4th on toginet.com. Get ready to get busy with Getting It Done. Getting It Done with Jill Staraszewski, Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Central on toginet.com. We'll be bringing you moms and dads who are getting it done. Parents who have a lot on their plate, but still manage to go that extra mile to accomplish things that they have long dreamed of. Well, how do they do that? Well, that's what this is for. The goal is to educate, motivate, encourage, and support the multitasker in all of us. Whether it's that book that you've been meaning to write, that business that you've been hoping to start, that dish that you've been striving to master, getting it done is here to help make it happen. Motivating you to get started, encouraging you to keep going, providing tips and advice on how to keep the kids happy, healthy, and safe while getting it done and done well. Learn from fellow moms and dads who are getting it done and learn about yourself along the way. It's Jill Staraszewski and Safety Mom Media bringing out the stars in all of us. It's Getting It Done with Jill Staraszewski Wednesday nights at 9, 8 central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Girlfriended Radio. A chance for you to let your hair down, curl up with a mug of whatever you love, and have some nice girl talk. It's Girlfriended, the radio show on toginet.com. And now back to the show with your hosts, Patty and Lisa. 
Okay, it's Patty and Lisa with GirlfriendIt.com. And like we said earlier, we're so excited. We have Jackie Ulmer with StreetSmartWealth.com. And Jackie and I have been friends for the last 20 years. And How old is, are you? I know. Okay. <laughs> so for the last uh, five years. <laughs> uh, anyway, she is just amazing. And everything that Jackie touches turns to gold. She just knows how to network. She knows how to um, just take life and live it abundantly. And, and that's actually even part of her, her motto. And I know she uses Facebook and Twitter and we are so excited. And I think she's the expert. She's definitely <laughs> the expert to get these tips. So, Jackie, we are so honored to have you on the show. Thank you for taking the time out of your Twittering and Facebook to make this happen. Well, absolutely, Patty, Lisa. Thank you both so much for having me. It's an honor uh, for me as well. We just wanted to start with, um, first of all, some, some Twittering. If, is that a word, Twittering? <laughs> called tweeting. <laughs> I loved, I loved your conversation earlier about learning the lingo. You have to learn the lingo so people don't laugh at you. Kind of I, I have to tell you, Jackie, the first time I went on to, to tweet, I think that's the right, the right lingo, mm-hmm. um, it, it says on there that it displays up to 140 characters, so, but I didn't really know. I mean, I've never counted characters before. So um, to send out a text message, I started writing an entire paragraph, and I, it literally took me probably an hour. Because <laughs> I kept trying to, you know, push send and it wasn't going, and I kept going back and going back, going back, and then I realized, oh, you re- you really just put sound bites, or you have to put links that give to your paragraph that you want to write about. So is, is that is that a correct statement? Yes, it is. It's definitely it's a microblogging, as it's called. Microblogging. And I know um, Twitter is ranked as one of the 50 most popular websites worldwide. And, and are there other things similar that people could use, or, or Twittering, that, that's the market? Well, when you say other things, do you mean other social sites? Or, I mean, there are, there are thousands of social sites, but the primary ones, you know, certainly are Facebook, Twitter. Uh, MySpace used to be up there, although they've kind of dropped um, dramatically over the last year or so, um, you know, YouTube's another interactive social site. I mean, so there are lots of social awesome. sites. It really kind of depends on, it's like anything. It's finding your niche, uh, finding your target audience, and finding what works for you. There's not really a right or wrong. Yeah. Well, I noticed, um, obviously, you have been very successful um, in your network marketing business, and you are also, I, I would consider you a life coach because you just help so many people um, men and women, in uh, choosing something beyond just working in, in the corporate world. But one of the things that I've noticed when I have followed you on, on Twitter is that you have, like, an automatic reply. Or I'll, I'll go on and I'll, I'll see, you know, you'll have, like, I don't know, 2 million people following you or something. There's obviously – Your intimate circle. <laughs> yeah. And you're close friends of 2 million. Um, there's obviously – some type of social media system that, that you're on, what, what would be some of the tips that you can tell people? Assuming that people don't know anything like us, how would you, how would you start, like, educating and, and guiding people to effectively use Twitter? You know, to be really honest with you, I don't use those automated tools. I know that they're out there, but I, I used them very briefly in the beginning because it's like anything. It's a learning curve, and you have to, kind, you have to be willing to wade in and, and, you know, be a little rough around the edges until you smooth things out and figure, find your way and figure out how to do things. 
But one thing for me about the Internet in general is that it does need to be very social. And now it's called social media marketing for a reason. And, well, and so many people, I think, pardon me? It's called social media marketing? Yes. Okay. Social media marketing, which includes Twitter, includes Facebook, so any type of interactive type site like that where you, you know, have ongoing dialogue, engagement, et cetera. And I think that the problem that a lot of people run into is that they try to over-automate too many things. And the reality is you can't automate your friendships. And if okay, you, okay. If, well, when, when I followed you on Twitter, I got an automatic response back that said, hey, you can also follow me on Facebook. And I thought, wow, I would love to find out that system because you're spending a lot of time. I agree that you can't automate your friendships, but you're spending a lot of time responding to just the simplistic part. So is yes. there a way to do that in an, in, where you can put it in, on an automated mode? There is, and that is the one thing that I have automated is just to kind of say welcome to my world and, you know, let's hook up on Facebook too. There is a site, and it's called TweetLater.com. Now, it's actually changed. It's now called like Social Oomph or something. Um, but if you go to TweetLater.com, it will still take you there. Okay. And that's a, it, it's a free service. You can set that up, um, and you can set, set it up to do that. And just as a cautionary, and I know this doesn't, this doesn't apply to the two of you so much, but possibly the audience is that the one thing that you don't want to do with any of those automated messages is make it a sales pitch. So right. engaging them to connect with you on Facebook or something like that is great. Um, too many people try to automate even that and make it, oh, you know, come by my thing. And uh, that, that creates a lot of animosity in the social media marketing world too. Okay, that's really – that's a great tip because you're right. When, on Facebook – um, when someone adds you and then you confirm them, and the next thing you know, you're getting hit with 5,000 combine my stuff. Right. So, <laughs> so it's best just to not go that route. It's one thing to introduce yourself and welcome them and, hey, you can find me over here, but don't, don't turn it into um, keep it on a, on a friendly relationship, not on a sales pitch. Absolutely. You know, my philosophy has always been, if you wouldn't walk into a cocktail party offline and do it, don't walk into an online party and do it. It's just and as inappropriate. And people lose sight of the fact that they're, they're, even though they're not face-to-face, they're still dealing with live, breathing human beings with opinions and, you know, and ethics and, and things that they like and don't like. So that's, that's always been my great. philosophy, and it served me very well. Yeah, that's a great tip. In, in other words, um, Keep building the relationship first and have them ask you it, 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 rather than throwing. We always say don't throw up on people. Right. Yeah, but social I, media marketing is set up so brilliantly to allow you to have links and have information to what you do in your work world, you know, et cetera. And so what I've always operated under the, you know, the assumption that if people, if I engage enough with people, they'll ultimately in theory, be asking, well, what do you do? And by in theory, that means that they know, most people know where those links are. They'll click to know more. And at that point, you know, possibly we can get into a a potential business relationship. Mm -hmm. But I always like it to be their idea, not my idea, uh, because it just takes it to a whole different level when it's done that way. Absolutely. And this, this is just really good information because it is so easy when you're sitting at home, kind of in an isolated place on your computer to really 
um, forget that it is another live human being that you're reaching out and touching. It's another way to touch. And you want to still try to make it as personal as possible and realize there are still some parameters to work around, that, you, that if you were face-to-face, -face, you wouldn't say certain things, but yet why do we feel the freedom to blast things? And, and, and then the other thing is, is with the, uh, the technology part, you don't, you don't get to read somebody's facial expressions. So it's really hard. You have to be really sensitive in how you're writing things to make sure that people aren't interpreting them or hearing them a different way. Oh, that's so true. And you know what you were saying earlier, um, earlier before the break and talking about how we've changed and how technology has changed our world and, you know, the 35 and under crowd with lots of texting and stuff. I mean, I have two teenage children, and I've had to really work with them on that with cell phones and texting and, you know, really get them to understand if you wouldn't say it face-to-face -to, -face to the person, do not send it by text. Don't do anything via text that you wouldn't do face-to-face -face mm -hmm. because you're, you're, I mean, you're, you're communicating the same thing, you're just not there, you know. So it, it's, an, it's an interesting time for our children, certainly, to be learning all this technological stuff and how to communicate effectively with it. And that's such a good point. I know I, just, I have teenagers as well, and I just dealt with that where um, they text and then other people saw their text, and they're, they're very wounded by that. And it comes back to what you said. If you don't want people to see it, then don't put it out there because many times it's not just going to go to that that one person. Right. Other people, you, ne you never know who has your friend's phone and <laughs> how they're going to forward it on. So they have to be very careful on what what they're putting in writing. Okay. A qu another quick question on on the twittering. How how often do you tweet? You make it is a, is it a part of your daily you know habitual? I'm going to tweet every every morning, or are you that neurotic about it? I'm actually, I'm personally more neurotic about Facebook, if you want to call it that, but I am, you know, getting much more into the Twitter world, the Twitter universe, um, you know, as time goes on. It's kind of one of those things, and, and one thing to really be aware of with social media marketing, A, you don't have to do it all, and there's so much out there, and it can be very distracting, and, you know, if you're not careful, before you know it, hours have gone by, and you haven't really accomplished anything, so I always like to coach people, Pick one first and master it. That's a Learn great it inside point. and out. Get very comfortable with it to where it almost becomes seamless. I mean, I make Facebook about a 30-minute part of my day broken up into chunks of maybe 10 minutes apart. And, and now, you know, I, I, about a year ago, there was such a huge Twitter phase, and I was still really getting into Facebook, and there was a little piece of me that was kind of torn thinking, oh, my gosh, you know, I'm missing the boat. I need yeah. to get on Twitter. And I, I just had to check myself and say, you know what, it, it, it's going to still be there. And so I mastered Facebook, and now I'm, you know, much more into the Twitter world and doing a lot of that. But there's a, there's a philosophy of somewhere between 8 and 23. Those are the two number, two, the, the number range that I've heard in terms of status updates. And I always like to operate with a one-third, 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 one-third social, one-third personal, although I've never tweeted that I'm going to the bathroom, and one-third business. <laughs> and so, you know, a lot of times people say, well, what's the difference between social and personal? Well, social may be sharing a recipe or um, this morning I shared something about the Olympics, you know, that type thing. Personal would be more, hey, we're, you know, getting ready to leave to go to Lake Tahoe skiing or, you know, something that's more within your world. And then business is certainly business-oriented. Could be a blog post, could be a link to somebody else's information that's within your profession, 
you know, that type thing. So that's been a really good rule of thumb for those people who are wanting to use it in a business environment as well as personal. Because you really, you want people to see all sides of you. You don't want them to see you just as a, a robotic business person. Hey, Gabby, we've got to have you come back next. Stay tuned to next segment. Okay. This is Girlfriended on Togginet. Don't forget to tell your friends to check it out on Girlfriended.com. It's time to discover it, connect it, propel it, Girlfriend it. And we'll be right back with more Girlfriended Radio right after these. Inspiring women to be true to themselves. Get ready for Tracy Porter Radio on Togginet.com. 2 p.m. Central, Wednesdays, starting November 4th. Tracy Porter, lifestyle, home and fashion designer, inspiring women from all over the world with their fashionably eclectic goods, savvy tips, style advice, and encouraging spirit. TracyPorter.com is home to her designer products and voice to thousands of women who flock to Tracy's daily blog for a daily dose of pure Tracy. And now she's coming to Toginet. All of Tracy's enchanting goods can be found at TracyPorter.com and her nationally sought-after mail catalog, Tracy Porter. Plus, you can find her here on Toginet. Tracy's awards, appearances, and accolades are too numerous to mention here. So, ladies, you've just got to come to be inspired, too. With Tracy Porter Radio, inspiring women to be true to themselves, to let their passions lead. Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Central, starting November 4th, on toginet.com. Get a jump on what your preschool kids need to know with Let's Get Ready for Kindergarten from Stacy Cannonberg. A mom told me this is the book I've been looking for. This book gives me all the information I need about what my kids need to know. And a private school admissions director said this is exactly what we test on. Google it, get it, and get ahead. Let's Get Ready for Kindergarten. Applauded and approved by parents and educators. Let's Get Ready for Kindergarten is a state-approved teaching tool. On sale now, in stores, or online at cedarvalleypublishing.com. Welcome back to Girlfriended Radio. A chance for you to let your hair down, curl up with a mug of whatever you love, and have some nice girl talk. It's Girlfriended, the radio show on toginet.com. And now back to the show with your hosts, Patty and Lisa. Hey, we are back with Jackie Almer with StreetSmartWealth.com. And Jackie, you made a couple comments that I have I so relate to. When Twitter started coming out, I, I really felt like, and Lisa and I talked about it so much, we're like, okay, we're missing the boat here. We're missing the boat. We've got to figure this out. We've got to learn more. We've got to go to some classes. And, and you're right. We, as soon as something new comes out that you hear people talking about, you feel like you're, you're not on top of the wave and you kind of panic. And sometimes you just need to step back. And I love what you said. Find that one thing and do it really well rather than having to do all things. Not that that's bad, because I do feel that you can use a little bit of, you know, the Twittering and then a little bit of Facebook, and then you can go on YouTube and, and do some videos, but don't feel so overwhelmed. Uh, so your tips on doing a third, using with the social, a third with for the Twitter. personal, and then a third for business, you're saying with Twitter as well as Facebook, right? Yes. Okay. See, I, I love that. I think that helps so much, um, especially for or even my temperament, which is more of that no-nonsense, you think you're wasting people's time if you're putting out some of your personal stuff. It's and like, it is interesting because you see some people that all they do is personal, 
And, you know, or all they do is the social. So I think it's great to have that balance. Go a third, a third, a third. That's a great framework to operate under and to realize. You know, it's funny. I love to cook. That's one of my passions. And so I post recipes and stuff a lot. You know, here's what we're having for dinner. And I'll post a recipe because I'm a food network junkie. And and it's amazing to me how many, how much feedback those particular um, posts generate. So, it, you know, give it a try and, and, see, and see what you come up with because you will learn very quickly, you know, what people relate to, what they're excited about, what they want to interact with. And, you know, so often, just like developing friendships, those are the things that can re- lead to the greatest partnerships in business, too, because when you have other things in common, it, it, cre- it starts a dialogue. And over time, that dialogue expands into more. Absolutely. And, and some of the strongest business um, individuals that Lisa and I have met with, we've always walked away a little bit surprised because they'll spend the first 15, 20 minutes of a lunch or a meeting for coffee just gabbing. And we keep thinking, okay, they're going to get to the point here, right? <laughs> and they don't. They'll just socialize. And, and I think as Americans, we've kind of gotten away from that because we're so busy that we're not sharing the recipes and we're not sharing a little bit about our life. We're just getting right down to business. And I think we need to kind of go back to that. Like you said, you have to establish that relationship to even see if this is someone you trust enough to do business with. Absolutely. So well said, yes. Um, Okay, the next thing then, we talked about going in the Twittering and tweets, but you said you focus mainly on Facebook. So how much time do you spend in a day on Facebook? I, my goal is to spend no more than 30 minutes a day, and that is typically chunked up into, you know, 10 minutes, 10 minutes, 10 minutes. Now, if I'm doing something like posting a note there or um, uploading a video or something that's a little more engaging, it, you know, it could span to an hour or so. But I really try to limit that time so that it's very productive because it's like anything. You can get, you know, caught up in conversations that aren't really taking you anywhere uh, that type of thing. So, and especially for busy working people who are who are you know working to use social media marketing as a tool to perhaps develop a direct sales business or something like that, it's important to coach them on how to use that time effectively, and you know so they're not eating up eating up eating up too much time in the day with nothing to show for it. Okay, so I know there's, there's I just had a girlfriend that just got on Facebook for the first time. Um, last week, which, you know, is, is just so amazing. And so she's, you know, building her thing. So if somebody's kind of starting Facebook, just getting in there, or maybe they've been on there but they haven't really utilized it, what is a couple of simple tips that you would suggest just to get them started to how to use it or how to read it? Or, um, you know, i got to tell you one of my faux pas was, um, and this was, you know, talking about being ignorant, is back um, when I first got on Facebook, and I didn't really understand that status thing totally. And mm-hmm. so Patty was putting something out on Facebook, and so I was afraid that she was going to post it in the status, you know, where everybody could read it. So being the good friend that I was, I thought, I'm going to have her back here. So I just said, oh, Patty, be careful what you're saying. And I thought I was saying it just to her, which is a dialogue between me and her, and uh. that's what I put on my status. So all of a sudden, <laughs> I'm getting these things from people in Texas and whatever saying something, and I realized what I did. Patty, you know, immediately called me, and it's like, you know, you've got to be really careful because you might think that you're sending something that's just between the two of you, and you've clicked the wrong button or put it in the wrong place. 
um, and it's going out to the masses, you know. So what what are some suggestions like that that you can help people like me? <laughs> you know, the biggest suggestion I have, and this is really what I did once I really decided I wanted to learn Facebook, Twitter, etc. I am a huge fan of the Dummies book series. And there is Facebook for Dummies and Twitter for Dummies. And then there is also Facebook marketing for Dummies and Twitter marketing for Dummies. So what I really recommend people do is just even go to your library. You don't even have to buy the book because once you get it, it's kind of one of those things that you don't really necessarily need to keep right. around and things change, you know, constantly. But that's really where I started. I, I checked the Facebook for Dummies out of my library. Uh, I live in a small town. I don't even have a bookstore here. So I got it from my library. Thankfully, they had it. And I just really delved into it. And the Dummy series is laid out so well because you can pick and choose what you need. So I'd already set up my page, so I didn't need that. But, you know, you can jump around in it. And so that's really where I get people started to begin with because everybody learns in a slightly different style, but it will really walk you through those kind of things. So that's a good starting point. And then another great place, another great resource is go to YouTube and type in how to use Facebook. And there are thousands of videos that people have created to help you walk you through. And and for those visual learners, that can be really helpful, too, because you can stop the video, hop over to your Facebook page, and try things out. That's great. Yeah, I would have never thought of going to to YouTube, but you're right. It's just amazing because all this information really is at our fingertips. Well, you know, YouTube is now the number two search engine. Is it really? Wow. Right behind Google, it's past Yahoo. So people who are looking for information, and especially, you know, the Gen X, Gen Y age group, you know, that's one of the first places they go is YouTube because you can find, you can almost always find a how-to video. Wow. You know what? That's, seriously, I would never have thought about that. And that's just so, that's so interesting, and, and I'm going to start doing that. And, um, and, and, and Patty and I both are visual learners more than, you know, just, yeah, then reading. I, I would rather have watch somebody just tell me how to do it. <laughs> like you, Jackie, just tell me. Tell me what you know. You know, speaking of telling us what you know, I know one of the conversations you and I would have years and years and years ago with having kids, um, how to find that balance. Because just like that, I, those are great tips to go, okay, I'm going to only spend 30 minutes on Facebook. Because there are times that I will um, put my little one down and I'll just be sitting in a room, and you find that, you just spent over an hour, you know, just meddling in yeah, Facebook and reading things, and, and um, it, it, it can really be a time suck. So what, what are some of your suggestions, I know you, with your children, that you're finding that balance, especially since we do have so many women that are going back into the workforce, and it, it's, it's really complicated for women to be working as well as taking, you know, all, all of the, you know, going on field trips, and you're, you're still, you know, basically doing the mom thing. So how do you set up those parameters with your, with your family? Oh, boy, that's a challenge, and it's, you know, I, I feel for those women who are trying to really, truly juggle it all with a, a job and an employer and, you know, kids and that whole thing because it's not an easy time to be doing that for sure. Um, you know, I'm a big fan of the kitchen timer. <laughs> I really am. I have a little portable kitchen timer that I, I set it. So if I sit down and I'm going to do 30 minutes, or I typically work in 50-minute blocks with a 10-minute break, especially doing computer stuff, because um, I've had some posture issues and some <laughs> some issues with, you know, spending too much time at the computer. So yeah. that's one of the things my physical therapist had me do. So I do things in blocks of 50 minutes, and I use a kitchen timer, and I set it, and when that timer goes, oh. I'm done. 
And okay, that's, that's been really helpful. I am more, um, I am not as structured by nature. And so I think that this is such a great thing because I would not think of using the kitchen timer. And um, I, I think that, wow, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm processing that right now because I don't know that I would be dead. This one, when the timer went off, I would go, okay, five more minutes, five more minutes. But you really have to go, no, when the timer goes off, then I'm going to shift gears or do something else. And I think, wow, that's just a different way of thinking. Well, and I think, I think the key is to start with what I call a healthy to-do list. And as women, I know you'll know exactly what I mean because yes. we tend to make, especially women, we tend to make our to-do lists way too long. And so a healthy to-do list are those three to five things that are imperative that you do to, you know, move yourself forward, whether it be personal, business, whatever it is. You know, start with a healthy to-do list and then set up the time frames as you can. And obviously, like anything, you have to be flexible. You know, real life gets in the way. Get that phone call to pick up a kid from school or you've got this, I mean, those things happen. But if you start with that and then work with the kitchen timer and then learn to be disciplined, because that's a challenge. I, I, w- I was the same way. It was like, oh, just five more minutes. Oh, just five more minutes. And pretty soon another 30 minutes went by. And mm-hmm. so I've really learned to pay attention to the timer, finish up what I was working on when it goes and be done with it and know that my universe isn't going to cave in because I didn't get that five more minutes. And that, you know what, and that takes a disciplined person, and that is really good, and that's a challenge. And I think Patty and I need to put that down on our goal list for February that we're, that we're still working on. Yeah, do you have tips for the undisciplined person? <laughs> well, well, let me just tell you it's a learned skill. I, I wouldn't have considered myself a disciplined person sometime back, but I really, you know, once I made a commitment to develop, to seriously develop a home business, I realized that, that you have to be. You know, you just have to be. I mean, that, that's, what, that's what drives success. Well, I once heard a phrase that really stuck with me because discipline comes from doing. And I think so many times you have this thought of, I'm going to be disciplined, I'm going to be disciplined, and then you don't do anything with it to, to discipline yourself. So right. you just have to get in there and do it, and then the discipline will come instead of waiting for it. Um, I have another question for you. Um, is there a certain etiquette um, rules, like with Facebook, like, um, are there certain people you should or should not, like, um, add to be a friend? Um, what are some of the things and costumes so you don't maybe um, get a stalker or, you know, what are some, some, some boundaries or guidelines in that area? You know, that's a great question. And, you know, so, uh, certain parameters are going to come down to personal choice, et cetera. Um, I don't just, I don't just randomly friend people. I, if somebody, if I'm going to make a friend request, I make sure I go in, I look at their profile as much as I can determine. If they make a friend request of me, I do the same thing. I don't just click agree, you know, just or accept just because. I, I go in and look at their profile. I'm, I'm, you know, pretty conservative in terms of I don't want porn or a lot of swearing or different things like that. So I'm pretty particular. I mean, that's not who I would hang out with in the real world. And so consequently, that's not who I'm going to link my name up with in the online world either because... You know, like anything, be be real, be authentic, and your ethics and morals and values come with you wherever you are with that. Um, so much, Jackie. We so appreciate your time, and stay tuned for our next guest. All right, thanks. This is Girlfriended on Togginap. Don't forget to tell your friends to check it out on Girlfriended.com. It's time to discover it, connect it, propel it, Girlfriend It. And we'll be right back with more Girlfriend It Radio right after these. Being frugal doesn't mean being cheap. And the frugalitarian is here to show you how. 
Jody Olson is the Frugalitarian on Togedown, 3 p.m. Central, Wednesdays. This is the art of great living. It's just a matter of time before people start asking you to tell them your secrets to better style, bargains on food, home decor, and clothing. Your wants don't have to change, just how you acquire what you want. On the Frugalitarian, it's an uncommon mix of style, fashion savvy, and earth friendly, showing you great taste, great style, and great ideas for finding everything you want for nearly nothing. I'm speaking from experience. I live on a beautiful farm where I take care of sheep and do a few light farm chores for extremely low rent. For more clever ideas on how to waste not and totally want not, go to thefrugalitarian.com. Join us every week for more information on how you can live better for less with Jody Olson. It's The Frugalitarian, Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Celebrate Green is coming to Toginet, Wednesdays at noon Central Time, starting November 4th. The mother-daughter team of Lynn and Corey will have you going green and loving it in no time at all. As heard on Martha Stewart and Disney Radio and seen blogging for HGTV, Lynn Caldwell and Corey Caldwell-Lipsum are unapologetic evangelists for greening every aspect of life, especially holidays and celebrations. Based on their book, Celebrate Green, they're putting the meaning in the greening with their simple, fun, eco-friendly, affordable ideas. From their start with green Halloween to tips, tricks, ideas, and projects for every holiday, you'll love Celebrate Green. You can check them out online, too, at CelebrateGreen.net and GreenHalloween.org for more information, the newsletter, the blogs, places to shop, cool extras, and so much more. So get ready to Celebrate Green, the radio show with Lynn and Corey, Wednesdays at noon Central Time, starting November 4th on Toginet.com. Welcome back to Girlfriended Radio, a chance for you to let your hair down, curl up with a mug of whatever you love, and have some nice girl talk. It's Girlfriended, the radio show on toginet.com. And now back to the show with your hosts, Patty and Lisa. Well, we are winding down just a fascinating show. We've been talking with our friend Jackie. She's been giving us some great pointers on using social media just to disconnect with friends and with business um, business uh, associates, and um, there's, it's a whole new world out there with language. And so we right now, we're going to be talking with um, another friend of ours, Jessica, who is using this uh, social media in so many different ways. And as we discussed earlier, um, there are more and more women going into the workplace, and right now there are more women actually in the workforce than men. And um, that is really changing a lot of things. And as a result, uh, Jessica and her partner, Denise, have started a uh, kind of a, a, a new program just to help people in, in this unemployment, with, and it's called Job Seekers, and it's in Arizona right now, but it's looking to expand and to do. It's a great program. And so we're going to talk to Jessica and ask her some more questions and just find out about this whole other world. So, Jessica, are you there? Hello. Hey, girlfriend, it's so good to have you with us. Thank you. Thanks for having me here. Hey, well, we want you to just kind of explain a little bit. I, I know you've been, you know, we know your story, but um, just explain a little bit why Job Seekers and how this kind of came into fruition. Sure. I'm so excited to be here when you guys are talking about Twitter because we have a big thing going on with Twitter in a couple weeks, and it is really the thing to be doing right now, especially in the Job Seekers world. But from the way we started this a couple, about six, 
seven months ago, a lot of people were unemployed. The statistics were changing around who was going to be available in the workforce. A lot of people going through layoffs that had never been through a layoff, and they had been in a career 20, 30 years, and um, some women specifically having to go back to work, and they hadn't had to work in years and years and years. And so a program that um, my colleague Denise Scredler and I um, implemented is called Job Seekers AZ, and what we do is, on a weekly basic basis, we bring in uh, education topics that are relevant and that people can utilize right away to go out and, um, into their job search. And then we also bring in a couple hiring companies every week. And that has been great for our program because, and for our job seekers because people get one-on-one re- interaction with hiring managers. You know, so often when you're a job seeker, you're out there and you feel like you're sitting in a black hole. And this provides a little bit of hope, a little bit of conversation with a hiring manager, and people leave feeling refreshed and renewed. And a lot of our attendees have actually landed positions uh, after speaking to some of our hiring managers. I know you've had some great success stories, and we're going to have you share that in a minute. But you know what's what's so um, alarming or, or, you know, interesting is you have people that have literally had jobs for 20-plus years Mm -hmm. that are for the first time finding themselves unemployed. Absolutely. We've had senior-level executives, CEOs. We have had every kind of person coming from every career level coming to our Job Seekers event, and some of them that have been in the workforce for 30 years or greater and telling me, I have never written a resume because I've never had to. Yep. And I've just been, um, when I've lost a job, I had one next week. I talked to a friend, and there I had a job. It was never a worry. We're in a whole new world, Mm -hmm. and so our mission is to get these folks back to work. It's getting Arizona back to work. That's what we're about. We have so many intelligent, smart people out there that are just kind of in a place they aren't sure what to do next. Mm -hmm. They're feeling frozen, and so that is what we're trying to provide to them. And it is such a great program, and, and what you guys are doing, and, you know, to be able to meet the uh, decision makers right there on the spot, because we know that you, you bring the employers that are looking to, to fill positions to meet face-to-face with these, um, the applicants, and what a great, um, a great venue. That's right, and we're very different than a job fair where you have a booth, you give your card and resume to a recruiter. We actually bring a couple hiring companies in each week, they do a um, kind of a PR pitch, a 10, 15-minute information pitch on their company, the culture, the benefits of working there. And then they, at the end of our workshop, they go into a room and actually get one-on-one time with candidates to sit down and talk to them. And even if – here's the cool thing. If candidates if, – if the attendees aren't a match for their company, they – the hiring managers have, have – such a great heart in this, they're giving them guidance on, okay, well, you need to do this, and here's how you maybe present yourself a little bit differently. We just have some great stories uh, of how people have been placed through that type of networking rather than um, feeling, like, lost in a job fair. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and they don't feel like they're just another number, but somebody really cares about them to guide them to go, here's how to help you land another position. You got it. We had a we had St. Joseph's Hospital out uh, about – Three months ago, they're actually coming out again because they're our Twitter experts. They're coming to do a workshop again, but they had somebody coming to them about a position that they had available, and it was a non-clinical position, so it was some type of administration position or IT. I can't remember exactly. They did not have a position available for her, 
but they knew she was a great candidate. So they, St. Joseph's Hospital, the senior recruiter, called over to CHW, senior recruiter, and, or Banner, I'm sorry, it was Banner this time, called over to Banner, gave her the information on this a candidate, and the candidate was hired by Banner, a competitor. Okay, that's a great story. How cool is that? That is amazing, and then that's what it's all about when everybody does their part to help somebody out. Yep. You mentioned that uh, St. Joe's was, the, they were the Twitter experts. What, what do you mean by that? Well, um, in the hiring, so there's a lot of Twitter experts out there, and people think uh, a lot of times you go out and you're um, tweeting to talk about your company or different things, which is great. It's a fantastic tool. The lady you had on prior gave uh, fantastic information. One something people don't think about, though, is I can get a job watching companies that are giving out their information about their jobs. So in this um, economic time we're in right now, many companies don't have money to be using the large job boards, Career Builder, yeah. um, Monster. You know, they're just not using them as much. Not that they're bad. They just haven't been using them. And so what they're doing is they're create the companies are creating Twitter pages that are specific to their careers. So we're talking about St. Joe's. So, for example, St. Joseph's Hospital, they have a Twitter page called St. Joseph's Jobs. That's their Twitter page. Mm-hmm. They, when they have an opening, they post their job. Oh. And it's what we call a first-generation job lead because it's not having any type of delay on the job board, mm-hmm. it's immediate. And if you are following St. Joseph's Hospital and they post a job, you get to send them your resume immediately, and you get to be on the top of the pack, one of the first people to send that they see. Okay, let, let me, I just want to make sure I'm hearing this right. So mm-hmm. I am looking for a job, and I know where my gifts and my strengths are mm-hmm. and, and, you know, what areas of where I would like to work. Right. Then I go find um, all these different organizations. Like if I, if it's in the hospital field or medical field, mm-hmm. then I would look for things like that on with Twitter. I can Google that. Yep. And then I find out if they have a Twitter site. Yeah, most of the time that's, that's one of the ways you can do it, yeah. Okay, and then I go and I follow them, and I get that information immediately, either on my computer or on my phone. Yeah, there's a couple different ways. There's a a Twitter page called Tweet My Jobs, and we are partnering up with Tweet My Jobs. They'll be at our event on March 2nd. Tweet My Jobs and St. Joseph's Hospital, along with us and Best Companies Arizona, are giving all of this information to the job seekers, and we'll actually be providing a list of all, a whole bunch, hundreds of companies with their Twitter pages. Mm-hmm. And Tweet My Jobs, what, they are kind of, they're a funnel where they will shoot the jobs when they're, tweeted, when they're tweeted out, then they'll shoot them to your cell phone if you want them that way. Wow. See, that's great. And, and so you use Twitter a little differently. Um, I know I follow you, Jessica, and, and Lisa as well, and um, you basically – that is how you use it is to go, hey, there's a job opening here or check out this link. or So it, it, it's, it's basically finding out what you're good at, and I know if I follow Jessica, this is what I can look for. That's right. Uh, do you add personal tweets? I'm sorry? Do you add personal tweets? I occasionally, if it's somehow related to the professional side, I have tried to separate my professional and my personal where – on the Facebook end, I'm more prefer- personal, 
And then on the LinkedIn social media site, I'm only professional. And then on Twitter, for the most part, I'm professional. I don't mix that too much. A lot of people do, and a lot of people build a network that way. Um, I have a specific goal of helping unemployed folks get back to work. So my goal to do that, there's a couple things I provide. I provide free event information. I provide links to relevant articles in the job search, and I provide jobs that are available. So to me, I don't need, I don't have a need for doing the personal side very much. Mm-hmm. That, that is great. And you know what, we're going to put all that information on girlfriendit.com because we know there's going to be um, quite a few people that are going to want to contact you. That way they can follow you with uh, Twitter as well as on your Facebook as well as get into your sites because you, once again, you're the expert and you have a barrel load of knowledge on all of this. And your passion, Jessica, is just amazing, and um, just what you bring to the table of truly wanting to get, and I know you focus on, once again, men and women, but just getting women um, back to work, like you said, that, that have been in professional jobs, and now they they found themselves, they were, you know, the, the breadwinner at home, and now they're not bringing in any money at all. So we so appreciate what you do. Well, you. And you know what, we just for those of you listening, we know that some great points have been shared by Jackie and Jessica. So get on our, our site, girlfriended.com. We'll have some highlights. We'll have um, how you can connect with these gals more and to, to keep learning. So we want to challenge you. Just keep learning the stuff. Don't, don't allow it to intimidate you, but get involved in, and learn how to use it to just enhance your life without overwhelming your life. And uh, stay with us. Next week we have another great show with some more girlfriends sharing just how to live life abundantly and enjoy the journey and enjoy it with your girlfriend. So it has been such a fun hour, and it went by so fast. It always goes by so fast. And, you know, just to add on, be unique and establish your own signature style when you're going out there like Jessica specifically to help um, people get jobs. Find out what you're great at and, and go focus on that. Figure out who you are. Lisa and I are still figuring out who we are, and that's why we need your, your help with our goals. But, um, you know, zig when the rest of the world is zagging. Find your own style. And go, go, I don't know if it means get into those books for dummies or go on to YouTube. <laughs> are you calling you dummies? <laughs> but go make life happen. And we are so excited that you're with us for the last hour, and we can't wait till next week. And bring your girlfriend with you. Have a great week. Thank you for being a part of this special program, Girlfriend It, the show dedicated to the most important woman you know, yourself. It's the 